Hello, I'm JJ Hawley. I'm President and CEO of the Woodlands Area Chamber of Commerce, and welcome to another episode of Between the Trees. We'd like to thank our technology sponsor, Woodlands Online, for producing this event for us every week. And today I have the pleasure of welcoming Mr. Jeff Jones. He's the new President and General Manager of the Woodlands Township. Thank you, JJ. Glad to be here. Yeah. Thank you for uh, agreeing to come on the show and you bet. telling us all good things that are going on with the township. Yeah, absolutely. Well, I'm glad to be here. Uh, my wife and I, Lucretia, just have kind of gotten settled in over the last five or six weeks. So uh, uh, we've lived up in the DFW area since 1998. So uh, it's a little change of pace for us here, um, moving after all those years. But what an exciting opportunity, a great time to be in the Woodlands. Well, we always think the Woodlands, there's no other better place than to be. So uh Welcome, Absolutely. Thank welcome you. to the, the, the township. Yeah, thank you. Uh, so how did you first hear about the Woodlands? Did you know about that before you had applied? or? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I think everyone in Texas, if you've lived in Texas for any amount of time, has, mm -hmm. has heard of the Woodlands. It is a, it is a very well-recognized brand. It's one of the best master plan communities in all of America. Um, no doubt, if you're if you're a Texan, you know you know about the Woodlands, and I mm -hmm. think even even other people in America have probably heard of the Woodlands as well. And uh, you know, our ranking is the best city in in America, or the best city in Texas, and number two city in America. Mm -hmm. I, no doubt, it's uh, the Woodlands has earned that reputation. So, uh, the Woodlands is an amazing place, and uh, you know, we had driven through the Woodlands on many mm -hmm. many occasions as we were traveling south, maybe on to Galveston or to Houston for conferences or for a vacation. Uh, only once had we stopped off just inside uh, the township limits and had a quick lunch. And so really this uh, process of uh, uh, recruiting and, and earning mm -hmm. the position of uh, the president general manager throughout that, you know, several month process really gave us an opportunity to see the woodlands from all different aspects. And what an amazing community, just an amazing place. And uh, it continues to amaze us each and every day where Lucretia and I, wherever we go to eat, dinner or lunch or, or visit somewhere on the weekends. It's just a truly amazing place. So no doubt the Woodlands is, uh, is a name brand and uh, mm -hmm. we're excited to continue to learn even more great things about the Woodlands as we live here. Well, we're glad you're here. Thank you. Uh, if you have some big shoes to fill with Don Norrell uh, moving on, yes, sir. And congratulations to him. It's a well-deserved retirement. Absolutely. But we look forward to you and, and uh, working with you and your contributions to the township as well. Thank so. you. You're, and you're absolutely right. Do have some big shoes to fill. Don left a great legacy. Yeah. Uh, certainly many, many board members and past chairmen have, uh, have made the Woodlands what it is. I'm excited to work with our current chairman bunch and our current board of directors. One of the reasons I was so excited about the job and the, and the opportunity is to work with such a, a great group of board of directors. Mm -hmm. they, they really are successful in their own rights and their own professional endeavors. Uh, they, they know what it takes to be successful and to mm -hmm. su sustain success. And so that was exciting for me. But yeah, absolutely. I have some big shoes to fill. Don left a, a great staff in place. And so mm -hmm. I'm excited to be a part of the team. And I'm glad you mentioned the township board as well, because that is, is uh, the way we're structured as a special purpose district. Yes. Uh, that is our city council, and those are completely volunteer positions. Absolutely. You know, uh, I have yet to meet a local elected official who, who understands that it's a part-time volunteer position. It really mm -hmm. is almost like a full-time job. So you, you have to give a lot of credit to these folks who, who take time away from their family and from their business endeavors. Uh, to invest in the future of our community. And so, yeah, I tip my hat to anyone who uh, who has the gumption to run for public office and take mm -hmm. on the, because it is a huge commitment. And so, again, we've got a great board and I'm excited to work with them. Yeah. And uh, 
For some people, that the Woodlands has a lot of new residents with you know 120,000 folks to live here. Some people don't know the history of the Woodlands and how it got started. Can you kind of fill us in on that? Well, I think just as uh, you know, the vision of creating a master plan community, I think, is what is unique about the Woodlands. And and from a from a planning perspective, when you say when you see the way the community was laid out from a a very intentional purpose. Uh, to really intertwine human activity with Mother Nature mm -hmm. and uh, the natural characteristics of this area and to find that balance between mm -hmm. an urban feel, a lifestyle uh, in integrated within the, the forest, if you will. And that is what is unique about the woodlands. And uh, so from a master planning perspective, uh, I don't think you'll find anything like the woodlands mm -hmm. in all of America. And so... Uh, no doubt George, George Mitchell had an amazing vision, and, mm -hmm. uh, and that lives, lives on today. Uh, regardless of whether we're a township or, you know, someday we're to become a city, mm -hmm. whatever that legal entity is that we mm -hmm. are and how we deliver city services mm -hmm. really doesn't change the fact that this is an amazing master plan community like yeah. no other. It is uh, interesting because unlike a lot of towns, the mm -hmm. Woodlands is, is, or cities, the Woodlands is fairly young. And George Mitchell had the distinct advantage of basically a blank slate. Yeah, So absolutely. he could just start completely over and design yeah. roads and uh, waterways mm -hmm. and everything like that. Well, and JJ, I think you hit on one thing that's really important to note, and that is that the Woodlands is a very young, long, mm -hmm. young community. So when you look at the life cycle of a community, uh, communities will live on for hundreds and hundreds of years, right? Mm -hmm. We're 50 years old. We're, we're just a baby, really. Just getting started. Just getting started. And, and uh, you know, I think the challenge going forward for the township is, is how do we take this high quality of life where people love to live here, to work here, and to play here, mm -hmm. and not only maintain and sustain the success that, that our founders have built, but to take it to the next level. And what are the next 50 years going to look like in the Woodlands? Mm -hmm. And that's really what this is all about. And it's about assuring that uh, our future is as bright as our past mm -hmm. and as storied as our past. And so uh, that's going to take a lot of effort. It's going to take a lot of vision, a mm -hmm. lot of foresight. But again, I'm excited. I think, uh, I think the current township board certainly understands that. And that's what makes this such a, an amazing opportunity for me professionally and personally for my wife and I to be, to be mm -hmm. Woodlands residents. And what is, because the township not being a city, what, what is the, the Woodlands as a special purpose district, you know, only one of its kind in the state, developed yeah. by the state legislature, what are the responsibilities and what, what are the day-in, day-out duties that the, the township sure. staff and the board take So care? as a special purpose district, you're right, we, we don't have all of the powers and responsibilities if we, as a, say, if we were a home rule incorporated city. Mm -hmm. um, so we currently provide fire protection services uh, and amazing parks and rec services. Uh, mm -hmm. There's no doubt with, with nearly 150 parks and over 225 miles of pathways, yeah. right, um, uh, you just can't really walk too far without having access to a parks and rec facility or an mm -hmm. activity. And so those are really, I think, some of our uh, some of our core direct services. Certainly, mm -hmm. we help provide covenant administration uh, to the different villages, um, and we contract with law enforcement to Montgomery County, and certainly mm -hmm. Montgomery County uh, manages and maintains and is responsible for all the roadways and public rights away. 
So it's a balance we have, uh, and certainly from the utilities, there are obviously a numerous MUDs, municipal mm -hmm. utility districts that yep. provide uh, the water and sewer services uh, for each village independently. So uh, there's a plethora of different governmental organizations all working together mm -hmm. to make sure that the quality of life in the Woodlands is, is better than any other city in the state of Texas and in America. Yeah, it's a pretty intricate, it is. Uh, you know, tapestry of, yes. of different entities that have woven together to, to make it work. Absolutely. So. Yeah. How, how has, because we're in the middle, uh, you know, the pandemic and mm -hmm. COVID, and how has uh, COVID affected the, the township and the finances, sales tax, things like that? Well, no doubt from a financial perspective, uh, when you shut down the economy for a, uh, a period of time, uh, there's, there's definitely going to be an impact. And I think we've seen that in our, our sales tax revenues. Uh, our hotel occupancy tax revenues. Obviously, I think even during the process when I was interviewing for this position, there were many, many hotels were simply closed. And so mm -hmm. there were very limited opportunities to go find a place to stay mm -hmm. overnight while you're in town interviewing for a position. Um, that's not the case today. Obviously, more hotels have opened up. And, uh, and we found that uh, obviously visitor traffic is much more regional now. Uh, much more leisure oriented as mm -hmm. opposed to the uh, convention and visitors traffic that we would typically have um, where people would fly in from other mm -hmm. areas to come to uh, attend a conference or convention here. Uh, no doubt that will probably pick back up again, hopefully in the near future. But yeah, the pandemic financially is, is definitely uh, had an impact on local resources. But I'll give, uh, I'll give our board and our staff members and uh, certainly my predecessor a ton of credit uh, uh, the town budget task force, uh, you know, the staff and the uh, directors have made a significant amount of cuts to make sure that we can mm -hmm. live within our means. I think they've done a great job of that. So we're all hopeful for an economic rebound. Mm -hmm. um, as I've stated, uh, you know, previously in some, some print uh, uh, journalism uh, pieces that, you know, our number one goal is to make sure our employees and the public, their health is protected. That's yeah. our first, that's our first yeah. priority. So, um, Obviously, there's the financial side, and then there's the human side of making sure that we're, we protect uh, uh, protect members of the public and our, and our employees as well. Town Hall has been closed, I believe, since March, since the pandemic hit. Mm -hmm. um, and just recently, the Board of Directors have uh, voted to have uh, in-person board meetings starting mm -hmm. October 22nd. Mm -hmm. We will be opening the uh, Town Hall facilities on uh, Monday, October the 9th. And, uh, and just now we have started to make some of our township facilities available for some of the village association meetings. So, so we're slowly starting to open back up our doors. Mm -hmm. uh, I think one of the things, JJ, the pandemic has also taught us as an organization and, and most cities and most organizations is that, uh, you know, we can learn how to utilize and embrace technology to improve our customer service. Mm -hmm. uh, a lot of people think about, re you know, working remotely is one of the advantages, but really the, I think the advantage is for us finding ways to deliver services online uh, so that somebody doesn't have to come into town hall to do business with us. Mm -hmm. And uh, we can deliver those services much more efficiently, uh, much more responsibly, and really even much more cost effectively. So I think the pandemic, certainly there's obviously some major concerns from a public health and a finance perspective. Uh, but the silver lining in some of this is that uh, we found new ways to improve our customer service and, uh, and deliver, deliver better services. Yeah, any organization that uh, uh, you know is worth its salt is, yeah. is going to look at a way to change and mm -hmm. adapt. And uh, no organization can be the same that thing they are, you know, uh, sure. from six months ago to today, even with or without COVID. But it seems like it has enabled us to accelerate some of those uh, customer service changes. 
Absolutely. And, and I'll also add, I think, you know, there's been some recent changes at the state level where uh, local uh, jurisdictions have now revenue caps of a 3.5% revenue cap. Mm -hmm. And so we, so us at the local level have, you know, we've been adapting to learning ways to do, uh, to do more with less mm -hmm. and to continue to adapt and, and be flexible. Mm -hmm. And certainly uh, technology is, is a big help in that, in that regard. And, and so. even with the revenue shortfall, the yes. township budget has been able to make up for that and, and then some with some expense cuts. Absolutely. I think it's, you know, it's an opportunity to always go back and just look from top to bottom, you know, mm -hmm. and question uh, how are we doing what we're doing and is there a better way to do this? And, and as we know, technology changes so rapidly mm -hmm. that, uh, you know, some of the technology that's in place today didn't exist four years ago. And so we just have to be on top of the cutting edge of the latest technological innovations and find ways to adapt that technology to help mm -hmm. us provide the best services at the lowest possible price that we can uh, for our stakeholders. Mm -hmm. Well, we all hope for, uh, you know, a light at the end of the tunnel uh, yes. that, that we uh, get on the other side of the COVID pandemic. Mm -hmm. Having a vaccine obviously will, will greatly help that and uh, help us get the conventions and, and, and the visitors back to the Woodlands. It, it, is, it is encouraging that we get a lot of those regional visitors in the resort. Yes. Uh, the Lazy River just uh, stays very, very busy. But a lot of our hotel properties are more geared to the convention Yes. So I like the Marriott or the Hyatt right. or think, mm -hmm. uh, you know the Market Street uh, uh, locations, but that'll come back in time. And I know our, yeah. our visit, our, our visit the Woodlands CVB works very hard to absolutely. Yeah, those. they're they're doing everything they can, and and uh, you know, uh, a shout out to the great work that they they've been doing in helping mark uh, market the visit, you know, market the Woodlands to outside folks. Mm -hmm. I have uh, actually stayed at one of the hotels, and it was. It, it was packed that weekend, and so I just started asking folks, you know, where are y'all from? What are you in town for? And when I said, we're just coming up from Houston. We want to get away for the weekend. And so, right. so no doubt, I think the shift in marketing uh, to more of a regional leisure basis is, has uh, been very effective because clearly people are getting the word out and, mm -hmm. and uh, they're hearing it and they're coming and staying in the woodlands and, and spending their dollars here and helping our local economy. But you're right. I think uh, in the near future, uh, as soon as we can see some vaccine developments, um, no doubt I, I have a lot of hope that that will help re-energize our economy. It'll bring consumer confidence back to a level where it was pre-pandemic. And uh, we'll start getting the convention and visitor traffic back mm -hmm. into the woodlands and filling up those hotels and getting those shoppers in our community. So, well, and we're really fortunate that we uh, have some diversification in our target market. Yes. That uh, being a destination city, not only for conventions, which is really important to mm -hmm. us, but for outside visitors as well that are semi-local, Yes. Uh, maybe even the state. And then even some visitors have come here that have, uh, uh, with, with Hurricane Laura that came through mm -hmm. Louisiana. And now another hurricane is targeting yeah. Louisiana that uh, uh, some folks need to get out of those areas and come here and they're more than welcome to stay in the woodlands. Yeah, you hate to, you hate to see the natural disasters yeah. that, that Mother Nature brings, but uh, you certainly uh, are glad to see that people have found a, pl a safe place that they can stay here in the woodlands and mm -hmm. And I think it just really goes to show everything that we have to offer as a community, the shopping, the recreation, the great location, 
just the very high quality of the community, uh, even the, the cleanliness. I mean, it's just an amazing place to be. Yeah. And, the, and the unique, again, going back to the original master plan design of the community, it is so unique and it is so special. It really is like no place on earth. So, you know, once we get people in the door, I think that they're sold. And mm -hmm. uh, however we get them in the door, uh, we're happy to have them. And uh, uh, whether it's a, a leisure traveler or if it's hopefully the convention traveler that will be back again soon, we're uh, people. People will find out just how special the Woodlands is, and that's just a story that we need to continue to share. So, what are some things on the horizon for the Woodlands? Uh, some major projects that are on the drawing boards. Well, I think as you know, uh, incorporation. Uh, there's been a lot of effort and studies and planning mm -hmm. for a potential future incorporation down the road. Um, and I will just say that's really a two-step process. Number one, obviously, the board of directors has to make a decision on, mm -hmm. on the timing and, and allowing the voters to go mm -hmm. and consider that. And then secondly, it ultimately is up to the voters of the community if they want to become a full-fledged city. Um, and so I, no doubt I think the incorporation process was put on hold because of the pandemic. Mm -hmm. And so that will probably pick back up. I think there's still some work to be done there. Uh, it's a big decision, and we want to make sure that uh, that all the I's are dotted and all the T's are crossed. People need to understand what are the pros and cons, what are the benefits and the drawbacks of incorporation. Where Where is some information uh, available if someone has questions about incorporation? So certainly you can go to our, our uh, website at, at mm -hmm. the, the Township website and find there's a plethora of information about uh, about all the incorporations and all the studies that have been undertaken mm -hmm. over the last year, I think 18 months, mm -hmm. and um, and so I would I would certainly refer people there. That's uh, that's probably their best best resource. You can mm -hmm. you can find almost anything you want about incorporation, and uh, so no doubt that's one of the uh, uh, besides protecting the public and getting through the mm -hmm. pandemic. Incorporation, I would say, is probably next up there on the list as one of the major projects that the Woodlands will be mm -hmm. will be considering at some point in the near future. And you know, a couple other things that are, uh, I think the township is looking at is the uh, uh, Performing Arts Center, possibly? Absolutely, yeah. So we have a Performing Arts Center concept that was put on hold yeah. uh, during the pandemic. Um, certainly, uh, we talked about the convention business and, and uh, what a better time to be thinking about the future needs of our convention uh, facilities mm -hmm. than right now when we, when we have some downtime. Mm -hmm. uh, so I think you could potentially see, uh, and we're, and we're uh, conducting some studies right now, uh, with Visit the Woodlands to take a look at uh, the, the capacity of our convention mm -hmm. uh, facilities, certainly the Performing Arts Center, and I believe that was a 70 plus million dollar facility, mm -hmm. but certainly would be a game changer for, for the Woodlands Township. And I think that's those are the types of projects that will really take the Woodlands Townships to the next level. Mm -hmm. And uh, those are big and, projects and a lot of work still to be done. Uh, and, and the arts are really a, a crucial piece when you're looking at attracting those large uh, Fortune 500 companies to headquarter in the Woodlands, which we're fortunate to have yes. uh, a couple of, of those that uh, we have we have more Fortune 500 headquarters uh, in the Woodlands than some states have. Yes, so we're really fortunate. But that's that's a big piece to uh, kind of round out our proposal or our you know, mm -hmm. our community. Absolutely, and it, and it really is a, a well-rounded community. Uh, the arts is certainly uh, what also makes the Woodlands a special place, and you can look all around at, at the public art. Uh, there's been a huge investment in public art here. Certainly the Performing Arts Center would be, uh, you know, another asset that we could use to help promote the, the Woodlands. And, and as I've been told, the Woodlands, you know, is a bubble that you don't really have That's to leave right. the Woodlands. So, uh, you know, if you have a Performing Arts Center as mm -hmm. well, 
Uh, gosh, I don't know what else you you would need uh, out, you know, to be here in the woodlands. It's uh, just stay in the trees. Just stay in the trees. There you go. Absolutely. Well, is there anything else that we missed that you might want to cover? No, I just uh, you know, it's this is an amazing time. Um, one of the reasons why I was excited about this opportunity is not only is the woodland, woodlands just an amazing place to be. Uh, but it's a very interesting time in the history of the Woodlands. As you mm-hmm. said, we're mm-hmm. still a really young community. Yes. And right now, the, the, the thoughtfulness uh, for planning for the future of this community right now is going to be very, very crucial to the success of the next 50 to 75 to 100 years of this mm-hmm. community. And, uh, and again, I'm just really blessed to work with a great staff and a great board of directors. And so it's an amazing time to be in the Woodlands, and I'm excited to be here. And I appreciate you having me over today. Well, thank you for being here. Uh, right. Welcome to the Woodlands. We, thank you. Uh, we're not a community that kind of rests on its laurels. We're always looking at ways to Absolutely. improve and change and make things better. And it's just, uh, it's, it's an amazing, uh, oh, sorry. It's, uh, it is an amazing time to be at the Woodlands, and yeah. it's, uh, it's a great place. And I think we're all working towards that same goal to make sure that it stays a great place and uh, continues to be something we can be proud of. Yeah. And we stay very, very high on that list of best places to live and and work in in the country. Absolutely. Well, again, thank thank you you for having me. I appreciate it. Thank you. And thank you for tuning in to another episode of Between the Trees. Again, we'd like to thank our, our sponsor, Woodlands Online, for producing the show. And we will see you again next week. Thank you and have a good day.